Welcome to Joel and the Boys Basketball Podcast. I'm Marcus Simmons. I'm one of the hosts. And today I'm here with my co-host. First up is my pops, also known as Simmons, Coach Simmons, the draftsman, also known as Adoke Entrepreneur. How you doing today, pops? I'm good. Happy 4th. Uh, forgot to mention Joel Simmons. That's your name. Absolutely. And uh, once again, surprise return guest. It seems like my brother, Joey Simmons, um, sometime Laker fan, sometime podcaster. Here he is. It's my brother. I can't believe it. Once again, two in a row. It's a record. Man. So how you doing, man? I mean, I'm doing great, man. Enjoying this day out. Got to eat some good barbecue. Spend some time with the family. It's great. And uh, we're going to get into the uh, Easter Conference uh, recap where the Hawks versus the Bucks game six. Uh, where the Bucks won 118 to 107. They finished out the series in six games, winning the series four to two. Absolutely. And then with that, we're going to go ahead and move on to the NBA Finals preview and predictions. Will be the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Phoenix Suns. And this is an outcome that nobody had. <laughs> Um, any preseason or pre, um, before the season started predictions everybody had the the Nets or the Lakers, Lakers. presumably or Philly and the Lakers oh, yeah. if anybody said they had this they're a liar they're or, if they, yeah. or if they did have it they're, they're um, it they're a, they're a future time traveler they're a, a fortune seeker or yeah. they, uh, a fortune teller or they should probably go play the lottery if they did predict mm-hmm. this but um like I said, let's get into the Easter Conference uh, recap game six, Hawks versus Hawks versus Bucks. Um, like I said, the Bucks won 118 and 107, finished out the series in six games, and they did this winning two games in a row without Giannis, which is um mm. a huge feat. Mm. But if you watch the game, um the guy who kicked it off for him it was Drew Holiday. Um he yep. didn't have he was the leading scorer for the Bucks, but that was Chris Middleton. He had thirty two points. Mm. Drew Holiday had twenty seven points. Brooke Lopez and Pat Connaughton had thirteen points each. Yeah. That's a problem. And um really Drew he set the tone from the beginning where he was more aggressive instead of kinda yeah. It seems like he kind of tries to fill the game out, but I guess they finally got to him because he said in the interview on the last game, they said his brothers told him, you know, he has two brothers in the NBA, his family. I think his mom played basketball, his dad played, and they told him, like, you, you got to be more aggressive. He's not one of these just a sometime offensive person. It's mostly on him. Like, he's a very talented. He can, Absolutely. You know, he's ambidextrous. He can uh, shoot threes. He makes his free throws. He gets to the basket. He's a big guard. He can yeah. guard, play on defense. And yeah. then sometimes he kind of just limits himself. And I'm glad to see him come yeah. out and take it to him where they were. The Hawks came out trapping him. And he would just split it and just go to the rim because they didn't have anybody else other than Capella. Capella's not a big no, no. a big guy. He he can He's a shot blocker, but he's not, you know, heavy, you know, and, um, those bulky gas. Yeah, so I'm just glad he came out and set the yeah. tone and um, mm-hmm. you know got them to win. Absolutely, really from that that standpoint. But uh, what what were y'all thoughts about uh, Game Six? Middleton, man, man. ain't there's a few players I seen get hot like that and just make shot after shot. Very, I was very impressed with this play, and uh, I see I see why they pay him the big bucks. Yeah, I think you summed it up. Uh, summed it up best. I think uh, some of these players started playing uh, up to their uh, natural physical abilities and to their talents, not limiting themselves to how they're just say basically say filling out the game. Now, let me say this here also. Let me say this here also. Uh, you know, uh, you're gonna have people who comment who say that uh, okay, it was a good thing that this guy 
didn't play in the game because it made these other guys uh, step up. But you know what? I, I don't buy that. I, I think, uh, like Doc said, everybody's getting paid. Everybody should step up. I mean, even if Giannis was playing, if he played all the games, these other guys, they're supposed to play their game also. I mean, you know, and it's, it's cause that's why they call it a team sport. It's not it's not golf. It's, it's a team sport. It's, it's, it's basketball. But I, I, I give Drew Holiday kudos because I think he was the major uh, ingredient that changed the the, uh, the the atmosphere of that game. And I think uh, he was the catalyst for them winning those last two games. Also, you got to give a um, big shout-out to uh, Brooke Lopez. You're going back to game five where he kind of turned back the clock. He had 33 points. Yeah. They said that was his playoff career high, and people kind of forgot he can. He's he is seven seven foot one, but he still was getting up, catching a lot of lobs and dunks. But it's like, right. People think like, oh, why he doesn't play like that all the time? Well, he has to spread the floor for Giannis. So since they had OG Bobby Portis in the lineup, who's right. a big forward, they can shoot right. threes. PJ Tucker can hit corner threes. Yep. So he can roll to the basket kind of freely, and yep. that's why he did that. I'm 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 pretty sure they would like for him to do that. Um. When Giannis hopefully gets back, but he can't because that Giannis's Giannis. man is going to be sagging down, absolutely, and trying to help. You know, because they don't have to guard Giannis from the three point line. That's why he got all those lives. But I think right. they should probably look into that more when Giannis isn't on the court with um, Brook Lopez and kind of play like how he mm. used to play because he was a twenty point scorer or at least nineteen point yeah. scorer when he played with the Brooklyn Nets right. a long time ago, where he wasn't any type of outside shooter. He only started shooting threes in the past. I think. Two or three years, when he uh when he went to the Lakers for that one year for a cup of coffee, yeah. And I think his latter year at Brooklyn, I think he started to step out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But I'm just glad for him as a big man to get in the paint and um absolutely you no know, just go because like like I was saying um even in this game uh Brook was just going at uh Capella Capella isn't like a big guy he's long. And yeah. kind of wiry, where he can block shots from help side, but, but he can't. But the body work, he's not a yeah. body guy. He's he's not Boogie Cousins and that type of, you know, can knock people off the block. He's not that kind of guy. He's a, he's a, he's a, a rim defender primarily. And um, that that's what that's what it basically came down to. They were just too big for them. At one point, you kept yeah. seeing uh, Bobby Portis was getting offensive rebounds. Chris Middleton getting there, get offensive rebounds. Uh, PJ Tucker would get in there. Um, and also the Bucks did a good job with their guards. If they couldn't get it, they would tip the ball to yeah. somebody else that was open. I remember Golden State did, did, did that the against thing. the Cavaliers um, one year. Yep. And that's a kind of – it's a move that a lot of people probably won't notice or talk about, but that, that, I think that was huge. That's a forgotten skill, uh, basically. I mean, I've seen that in a lot of these old, older uh, – Early days of the NBA, you used to see a lot of the guys would tip the ball out. They didn't get it, but they could tip it to somebody. But and, that's you know that I, yeah, and I, I just think it's, it, this is this is what I think. I think it just took uh, Milwaukee a little t- too long, like their coaching staff or whatever, to come to this realization of what they had. I don't think they realized what all what they had or what they have. I don't think they do now to an extent. Yeah, it's it's like they too late to the game. Bobby Portis could have probably been been doing it even in the Brooklyn series. Absolutely. And they could have got out of that easier, right. kind of unscathed. And right. um, it, I guess they think you're a uh, defensive liability, I guess. I don't know. I, don't, I guess certain, I guess certain it, uh, Everybody teams. gets a check. Yeah. Doc. But I, they, yeah. that was one of their, you know, off-season pickups, too. They signed him. And yeah, that was, specifically. Yeah, for this. But yeah. I'm just glad he's got his um, chance to yeah. actually perform. And those last yeah. two games, he's, he's also been the MVP, too, for their team when he yeah. played with force and, you know, bringing energy. 
Yeah. And um, you know, he's a tough guy. Like I said, mentioned yeah. before, he broke uh, broke, broke his teammate's eye Absolutely. eye socket. I don't know if that's good or bad, yeah, but bad um, thing. you know, but he's a tough guy and they need somebody that has kind of more of a fire. Like Giannis, he he'll he'll yell every now and then after a dunk, but I don't think he's like vo- you know He's kinda of, he's kinda of one of them old guys, a play a play tough guy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. Oh, he's a phony in that, in that area. That's what I'm talking about in that area. But, uh, but let's let's go to the Hawks side. Right. Um, yeah. Cam Reddish. Uh, this guy came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Basically, he hadn't played. It seemed like I don't think since March. I think yeah. he was hurt. He was hurt. Yeah. Then he leads the Hawks in scoring. He had 21 points. Uh, Bogdan had 20 points. Trey Young and Capella had 14 points. And that should that should probably tell you how the game went. Yeah. Where Trey Young wasn't nowhere near the lead scorer. Um, Cam Reddish. I forget, this is his second year, and for somebody that didn't have that much time playing, he had a huge impact in the game where, you know, the Bucks went up by 20 at a certain point, but then in the fourth quarter, he got, with well, a late third quarter, Cam Reddish got going, and then he kind of continued on to the fourth, and they cut the lead down, you know, like to single digits. Right. But the Hawks would kind of let their demise too. They they had 16 turnovers, and a lot of them, they were live ball turnovers where they would, um you know, the Bucks would get the ball, Right. And, you know, get a breakaway or <clears throat> score on a fast break. And um, also, the Hawks, their plus minuses, they were minus 11 the entire, you know, for the whole game. Like, their whole starting, yeah, their entire starting five, they were in the minus. Like, that that, that should tell you, like, they they really kind of yeah. just didn't didn't have a chance or they, they weren't there. And you could tell yeah. – um, Trey Young really was kind of reeling from the injury because it was a couple of times he got switched on Brook Lopez and he just passed it off like he couldn't get past him. Yeah. And so yeah. it was just kind of they just ran their course. Like that, this Absolutely. probably as far as they they probably honestly they should have they, they oh, lost geez. last series it, it to be like, honest with you. But yeah. you know more power to them to them for that. Oh, but what were y'all thoughts about the Hawks this this series or just the entire playoff run? I say they like the uh, they they like that college team and the uh, Morris Madness that got hot at the right time and, and and beat beat like a couple of good teams and end up in the Elite Eight or the Sweet Sixteen and then they mm. play one of the big powerhouses like a Duke or North Carolina mm. or somebody like that and then they you know they really show them a you know we the real you know. You was a flash in the pan. You had a good run, but this were the big boys. So that's what that's what I think happened at the end of the day. I, I think I think the Hawks played uh, exceptionally well. They played well well above their their basically their pay scale. If you want to put it in those terms, I think they just some things came together. Uh, my hats off, kudos to the coach and Nate McMillan. He did a great job in, in realizing what he had and and putting those uh th- those uh players together and, and and putting them in a position where they could play together and believing in themselves basically and i think basically uh without the the injury to uh to, to Trey um I, th- I think maybe the hawks had run their course they gone basically as far as they were going to go basically and uh you know it, it's uh it's, it's just one of those things you, you, every year you have a team that kind of catches fire and capture the imagination. But the good thing about it, though, is this. This is a good thing. It was good to see some new teams in, in, in the playoffs. And it was good to see a team that's kind of been down for the few years to come back up because they got a young, talented players. And we got to see uh, uh, some of that, that, that team. And maybe this coming year, maybe they'll be more on these uh, some of these national games. We'll get to see some of these, these young and up-and-coming guys. 
Also on the on the hall side, they uh some of their top guys, uh Kevin Herter, he only had five points where he was, you know, he's big in the Philly series. He was pretty good, I think maybe in the first two games against the Bucks. But he kinda came back to earth somewhat. Absolutely. Uh Lou Williams, he only had four points. That was a huge um mm-hmm. you know, missing from their bench. Uh Gallo, uh he had now Nari had thirteen points, but it took him thirteen shots. So that's not good. Pretty much, and uh, on Yaka on Kamu, he had three points, but um, they really didn't get anything. Uh, well, I guess they did get. Oh, I forgot. Cam Reddish was came out their bench for twenty one points, so their bench did okay. But it was just um, mm, it was just too you much. know, it was just too much. Where where the bus that the bus jumped on them again because I didn't think they were gonna do like the, what they did Milwaukee, but that's yeah. exactly what they did. They yeah. Finally got the message like, man, don't don't play around with these guys. Oh, they're, yeah. they're not, yeah. they're a young team, but they're not just going to roll over. You got to beat them. And that's what the Bucks, uh finally did. Right. And just took, you know, just take it to them, just overwhelm them. Cause yeah. like, that's what it was. It was just, it was just more manpower. Yeah, it's sort of like yeah. Golden State sometimes when they have to send a message. The you know the the glory is absolutely <laughs> when they would just come out like we gonna we gonna run you out yeah. of death. Yeah, gonna, we gonna we gonna shoot. We gonna make about ten threes. Absolutely, Steph or Clay gonna hit like four in a row. Get the crowd into it, and we gonna run you out of the gym. Run you out of there. And basically that's it. And then the Bucks. Yeah. Um, also, I forgot to mention. Basically, they, they won this game in the third quarter. It was mm-hmm. forty-four points to the Hawks twenty-nine. That's what really did it. Yeah, because they they, they just came out. You know, once again, just just um, steamrolled them from three. And um, yeah. also, they shot. This is another thing. Uh, they shot ninety percent from the free throw line. Nineteen to twenty-one. That's 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 impressive. A great a great feat because a lot of teams. That's how team. That's how games go to overtime with stuff like that. Yeah. You're missing free throws. Oh yeah, and you're not doing your job. And um, they they hit. They were hitting on all cylinders basically. And um, yeah. also, oh yeah, I forgot to mention uh, Jeff Teague, um, uh, a former Hawk. He had like uh, yeah. eleven points off the bench. Well, he was perfect. I think at one point. Yeah, he's perfect from the field, but now he, he was three. Yeah, he's three from three from um mm-hmm. from the three point line. That's Absolutely. what it was. Yeah, and that was kind of the irony. People were hating, you know, hating on him the whole series. Like, man, get him out of there. But then he comes in when they really need him to yeah. finish off a team. He comes in yeah. and gives them great minutes, and um, they really look like a team. So hopefully, if Giannis comes back, um, mm-hmm. hopefully they'll take a lot of that what they learned mm-hmm. without him, um, take that to task too with him. Absolutely. You know, I know some things you just obviously can't do with him out there because he's not a great shooter, but that aggression and just trying to, you know, just, just do it yourself sometimes. You don't have to keep relying on him. Yeah, they have, they have how many other, 10 or 11 other players, uh, you know, <clears throat> use your whole team. I mean, I, I blame that on the coaching staff. I'm sorry. I, you, you know, you, you practice against these guys. You're the guys who put that team together. You know what you got on the bench. You know what these guys are capable of. And give, give them a chance. Sometimes a, a player just needs a chance to get in the game in, in those situations, situational basketball. And also, I got to give a shout-out to the Hawks mm-hmm. as a shooter. And um, they have a, a big, uh, basically a center that's a defender like Bogut who rolls to the basket. Mm-hmm. But Capella can't, you know, pass, of course. Yep. But they still don't have probably Draymond Green. They don't have this. And um, that's going to be um, interesting to see if they're going to re-sign John Collins because I think he wants up to $100 million. He wants some max. Yeah. So um, yeah. that's going to be uh, interesting with them going forward. And then they got, they got a um, – they should have been did this, but the um, 
uh, what's the coach name? Um, Nate McMillan. Nate McMillan. That interim tag yeah. should have been taken off. So I don't know why they even waited that long. But hopefully, I hope if they have yeah. common sense, they were gonna go ahead. Yeah. Get that done, but um, because one thing is, is sure they listen to him. <laughs> That's for sure. But yeah, let's let's go ahead and move on to the real deal. Okay, NBA okay. Finals, Milwaukee Bucks versus Phoenix Suns. Like I said earlier, nobody predicted this. Nobody. Maybe you predicted the Bucks. Like fine, I get, I can give you that. But Phoenix, Phoenix. I don't think no. a lot of people, including myself, I didn't know they were going to make the playoffs. Because to be honest with you, they have they're basically the same team from last year, aside from Chris Paul, minus uh, Oubre, and then adding Chris Paul. And I think. You know, Crowder was Crowder with them last yeah, year. Yeah, and Crowder, adding Crowder, yeah. they added them, and um, so the biggest questions of the finals, like it just comes down to this too. Like, does Giannis? Do y'all think Giannis is gonna come back at any point in in the finals? Probably game three. Three. That's what I suspect. Game three. Especially if they I, get beat down. Yeah, I, I, I think that I think that league is good and sore. That's what I think. Uh, you know, I mean, but 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 as the Bucks played in the last game, they played uh, out of their man. So hey. Anything's possible. Because I, I think he probably come back in game four. Yep. Um, but but yeah. it probably it might it probably will be game three because Giannis was on the sideline like moving around and stuff. Yeah, At but least he couldn't go. He he's not because I, I I was even surprised he flew. You know you no know, air travel that yeah. that doesn't do good for you I guess for your body. Right. And the amount of um you no know, air, air travel is real stress. I didn't understand it till I started actually going on flights and stuff. Yeah. I didn't understand what people were saying. Like, yeah, take stuff out of your body. Yeah. So that's why I was shocked that he actually did that. So that, that makes me think he's not as hurt mm-hmm. as what they think. But Giannis is kind of, you know, they call him a Greek freak. He's probably a freak in nature. He's probably not as hurt yeah. as you would think. Because the way his knee buckled, looked, most yeah. of the time, that's a torn ACL or something. Look, Every look. time I see something like that, that's yeah. what it is. Uh, I'm not a doctor, but that's what I predicted right from my television screen. I, I, I diagnosed it there. But um, with with that, can you do you think the Bucks can um kind of handle themselves in the interim without Giannis being there? I think they can as long as um Portis plays with intensity and uh Middleton uh stays aggressive and uh I know he probably ain't gonna make you know you know back to back to back shots like that again. But as long as he stay engaged in the game and uh try to you know fill it up and uh let's see. I think they got a good shot. I think I think they got a good good shot. But you know what? What I what I really think. This is what I really think. I I think Phoenix is gonna run them out of the building in that first game. I, I really believe that. I think they're gonna see how good. Okay, well, y'all made all these shots. So they're gonna play a different kind of game. And I think what the, what, what they're gonna do. They're gonna take some, a little of starch out of them somewhat. You know, they're, I think they're gonna, they're gonna play a more of a control game. I'm sure they're gonna run, but I think Phoenix is gonna try to play a control game and keep them. Uh, you know, coming down, setting up, basically. That's what I'm getting out. Um, so, got to look at the, the season match. I think the Suns are 2-0 the first game mm-hmm. in February, uh, February 10th. Suns won 125-124. to uh, Giannis had 47 points. Middleton mm-hmm. had 18 points. Bobby Porter had 12. But Drew, he didn't play. Uh, CP3 had 28 points. Booker had 30 Aiden had 17 points. Then in their second matchup, or the last matchup, April 19th, mm-hmm. Suns won in OT, uh, 128 to 127. Giannis had 33 points. Middleton had 26. Drew had 25. Booker had 24. CP3 had 22 points. Mikael Bridges had 21 points. DeAndre Aiden had 20 points. So 
if you look from that small sample size, those games were were basically a one point difference in mm-hmm. both games. Absolutely. And um, you know, Jeru didn't play in one, but I think that's gonna be a matchup to look at because uh CP3's kinda had a I'm not gonna say easy, but he hasn't had um that a really, a really yeah, he hasn't had any type of real, really tough point guard matchup. Mm. Now I'm thinking about because he, you know, they played the Lakers. Um, you know, Schroeder was, you know, he wasn't up to par. Mm. Uh, the Nuggets, they, they were, they were, they were re- really. Uh, That's true. The Clippers. Um, well, what's his name? Uh, Jackson was, um, you know, them lighting them up, but he's yeah. not. I don't think he's the caliber of Jeru. Like Jeru's big, bigger than him in physical, hanging on and um, attacking the basket. Where it seems like um, you know um, Jackson was more so outside um, base. Mm -hmm. But I I think he's going to basically come down to that. I think Jeru. I got one. Who's going? Yes, yeah. Probably he's going to put him on CP3. But who's going to guard? Booker. I don't know if they could put Tucker on him because he he seems like he's too frisky. He's too quick for Tucker. They don't want none of that. But I I, I would assume Millicent's probably gonna get a crack at him because yeah. that makes more sense. But yeah. then mm-hmm. he, needs to score, he needs to score. So yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I wonder if they're gonna put you pick your poison. I wonder if they're gonna put Pat Connaughton back in the star lineup. Put Tucker back coming out the bench. But I think they might have. <laughs> you know, just gotten used to that star lineup, so they might just roll with it and have Middleton yeah. guard him. But they, that means um, Brooke Lopez has to step up again and, and get yep. some big, some big buckets. And Middleton's got to be playing that, you know, guarding that Barton Booker. That's a tough, that's a tall task, and you yeah. want him to score like twenty five and up points. Yeah. So that's gonna be, I think that's gonna be the interesting matchup. Those two uh, things, and if and also. Um, Y'all think uh, Brook Lopez will continue to play good? Because you know the Hawks, they had a smaller team. Like Aiden is is probably just as tall as or a little bit shorter than Brook Lopez. Y'all think he's gonna? Um, what do y'all think about that match? Or who you think is gonna win out of that Aiden or Lopez? I'm gonna take. I tell you, Aiden. I, I think. I think Aiden to me is kind of a big old. He's he's kind of frisky. Like he's almost. You know, he, he you see what he's about to do, and then he goes and does it. And he has a lot of move for a big man that size. He has good good uh, hands, uh, good little motions, little tricky up and down motions. And I think I, I take him over Lopez. Lopez, you know, he's he's basically a one trick pony if you think about it. To me, he is. yeah. Plus Lopez, you know, he not no youngster. He got he ain't got like a lot of wear wear and tear. Well, Aiden does have a lot of wear and tear. I'm like Lopez, so I pick uh, pick Aiden. I'm calling cap on both of y'all. I'm say Brooke Lopez gonna win the matchup because he showed in the last series where he can go back. Like he didn't, he didn't, he ain't forgot how to play basketball. It was just that Absolutely. that's the way they used him. Know, yeah. So with Giannis being out again, I think he's gonna be more so playing that role. And um, Aiden, uh, well, he did go up against uh Jokic the MVP, but I think Brooke Lopez maybe a couple inches taller than um uh Jokic. But he can I bring him out more, I think. And uh he mm. has a little trick. Sometimes he'll take the ball um off the dribble from the three point line and hit floaters and um mm. I think Lopez may have the edge on him. I know mm. um a lot of people think Brooke Lopez is kinda stiff, I guess, but I, I think hopefully from this past series I think they've unlocked something in him or at least shown that he can be relied upon to um, score more and I yep. think 
I think Lopez will kind of have the advantage. It'll probably be the mm-hmm. something kind of get well, overlooked about a lot of things, but that's what I, I think it's going to. Aiden's played well against everybody he's faced. Absolutely. And I think you finally going to get to the final master. Not to say Brooke Lopez, the master. Yeah, I, I, but I, see, I see what you're saying. It's, it's going to go back to the. To the mean is what I'm saying. Okay. Like, I don't because I don't think Ace played like this the entire season. So we're, we're gonna we're gonna find well, out. Well, you know a player that uh, he's played very well. The young the young guy from North Carolina uh, with the Afro uh, Cameron Jones. Cameron Jones. I think I think we're gonna see more of him too. I, I think uh, uh, he I think he has a little something. You know, he hit those threes and then he's kind of frisky too. Uh, but most of the players uh, uh, Phoenix players are kind of. You know what I'm talking about? They, they, to me, they remind me of these like uh, uh, these college players are almost a little bit. You know, like they'll do whatever is necessary to do. You know, for this, they, they play situational basketball. So, okay, I need to do this on this position, this, this trip down the floor, and they go out and they set up, they execute. That, that's the thing I I, I I I enjoy about watching when they need a basket. Uh, Booker go down there and get them a basket. You know, I, I don't. <clears throat> I don't know. We we okay. we gonna we gonna we gonna see. see. I think also we have to look at whose bench is gonna play better. You got mm-hmm. um I think Phoenix, uh Cameron Payne's been playing out of his mind, uh Dario Saric. Yep. Uh, like you said, Cameron Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um and then uh the Bucks basically is just Pat Connaughton and um sometimes uh Brent Forbes. And uh, Jeff Teague a little bit, I guess yeah. most recently. Most recently, that's all. So it's gonna be who's gonna win that that bench matchup. It seems like Phoenix probably will have the edge, I think. But um, I think he's saying I think uh, Cameron Payne is hurt or he's a little banged up. So I that think might... he is. He, he didn't. He wasn't. I don't think he's been the same player that he was when Chris Paul was hurt. You know how he was playing during that stretch. So I, he may have be, be nicked up a little bit. Yeah, that's that's gonna be interesting to see yeah. who, who's um. Who's gonna step step up out of their uh, benches and because most because you really look at both of them are well I would say Phoenix is more more deep I I would say they have the edge yeah. like personnel wise but mm-hmm. the Phoenix sometimes they can't get top heavy and just you know rely on their top three guys and the Bucks you yeah. know they 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 of course could be the same way but um mm-hmm. they had Bobby Porter stepping up in these last yeah. two games yeah. mm-hmm. and um they needed that bad he might have a real awakening. But you also got to look at, too, the Bucks have, to me, they've been through the gamut more, like, more run down. Like, that seven-game series against the Brooklyn was, was in the cakewalk. You know, that was a, a massacre, you know, it rough should, and tough. They should have lost that series. Yeah, but they didn't. Your yeah, boy, I, I your mean, boy wearing know, big shoes. I know. Leave Katie alone. Let's back off Yeah, of but they, they let's, won that. And then the Hawks series, that wasn't a cakewalk. They Absolutely. made them earn that. So. Absolutely. Phoenix is kind of I'm not taking credit away from oh, them no. anyway but win, they had the lesser a, yeah the win is a win is a they've win. had the kind of lesser um oh yeah and, and you know and I I, role. I I mentioned this before that how the, the way the NBA schedule a game like goal I mean not goal to say I'm trying to talk about that anyway but the, the Clippers came out of a series they had like what a day and a half a one yeah. day and then they had to get on a plane I mean, to me, that was uh, the NBA did did them a disservice. I'm not gonna complain in bellyache, but I'm gonna complain in bellyache. That was a bad move. That's, I mean, the NBA. I don't know. Every year they do something sort of ridiculous. Like if you look at it, I said, who's who's the saddest? Uh, that was the most obvious thing. They said, okay, we're gonna push that game back. 
That's all they uh, had they, to do. They, they worry about, you know, the Olympics. They trying to get That's through. why they, they rushing a lot of this stuff because they got to get to the Olympics because the Olympics starts um, later this Later this, this month. month, yeah. So the finals probably gonna be over with, for you say another week, a yeah. week and a half. Yeah. So that's all they're trying to race to that so, for whatever reason. So they take their final the championship series playoffs and stuff and cater them to yeah. uh, to the Olympics. It's about it's about the money. It's it's insane. That's all. You know what? Well, I ain't gonna get into that now. Maybe I'll say that later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, basically, uh, it just seems like it should be an evenly matched series. Absolutely. Um, both teams are, are kind of banged. Well, Bucks are more banged up. Um, yep. I hope I hope Giannis can come back. I hope he doesn't sit out, even if he has to pull a <coughs> pull a uh, a Willis Reed and oh. just come out there and be a decoy. Yeah. But um, all they might have to let Giannis come off the bench, but I, I doubt they're gonna do that. But um, I think right now they're kind of rolling with Bobby Portis, you know, stretching the floor and. Yep. But they're gonna have a different look. Also, it's funny too. Torrey Craig, he was on the Bucks uh, team. I think yeah, that last well, the first game in February. Then they just, I think they just released them. I don't even think they traded. They I don't think they even. Um, Traded him. It seemed like they just released him, and now he's on Phoenix, and he he had one of the highest plus minuses in that um, Clipper series. Absolutely. So and then I'm looking at this box scores. Like I think uh, Crowder wasn't even starting in this game when they played one of these times. So that just shows you how much the mm-hmm. the teams changed and the series changed from um you know from the beginning of the year to now. So yeah, it's a uh, um. Yeah. That's one thing. Uh, the coaching staff can determine uh, what they need to do. Something needs to be changed. Well, we'll start him a couple of games, see how it goes. And a lot of times it's just personalities on the team. You know, they know what they can expect under certain circumstances. Uh, maybe a better player, but sometimes these players fit in better during this situation where they're going through. Also, this is a, a kind of fun fact. Um, yeah. If you go back, uh, Clint Capella, well, I think I'll, I'll just phrase this way. P.J. Tucker, he knocked out um, Harden. Yep. Then he knocked out Capella, and now he has a chance to knock out CP3, his former teammates. Absolutely. But you can also look at it from this way. Two of James Harden teammates are going to the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at one point they were kind of blaming CP3 because, he, to be fair, he was hurt. Like, CP3 just kept yeah. getting hurt these past three or four yeah, years. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't complain about that. So, that's just funny. You know, they were t- mm. talking about it was him, and now, mm-hmm. you know, CP3 and PJ Tucker are going to the finals. Mm-hmm. And Harden's, uh, he's at, you know, at the house. And, um, mm-hmm. Hopefully it's gonna be a good matchup, and uh, so saying all of that, who just go first through this way? Say who who wins game one? For mm. your predictions, I say the Bucks. Mm. I, I take Phoenix, and I, I and, and I'm gonna tell you something. It could be a blowout. I'm gonna go be contrary to and say the Bucks. I think the Bucks are kind of. Rolling, it's like they're they're on a mm-hmm. pickup game run. They just won their last game. This team, they've been sitting down for about two hours. They're already loose. They're already, uh, like you say, Dad. Keep keep saying frisky. Yep. And I'm gonna think they're gonna just carry it over to this game and kind of shock the shock the Suns because the Suns have played against. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think they face a team like the the Bucks. Um, really, I think. In the in the playoffs so far, mm. 
with a um, a big guard going against them. Uh, all I'm trying to say, but um, I I'm gonna pick the the Bucks. But uh, and let's go to the big the big thing. Mm-hmm. Who wins the finals and uh, and how many games? Mm, let's say Bucks and six. No, I I take I take Phoenix in six games. Okay, and I'm gonna say. Once again, going against the day, I'm going Bucks and seven, man. I think this is this an I number year, man. I'm just gonna say it that way, and uh, Giannis gonna come back in game four or three, and go ahead power him and get his first ring and uh, help them out. But either way, it's also you gotta mention too. Um, I forgot it's not gonna be that. I was about to say it's two black head coaches, but nope. it ain't now. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm happy for uh, you know. Uh, Cause I forgot uh, Phoenix Suns, their coach. He coached Chris Paul in New Orleans. Yeah. Um, he was in New Orleans coaching that team. Um, at one point, and then, you know, basically, like somebody here mentioned too, like they basically kind of threw him away, saying, "Well, you can't, you can't really coach." Yeah. And now, to come back, especially after the tragedy, you know, he lost his wife and he, he had yeah. five kids, and then he he comes back uh, after that. Cause I don't think he coached anywhere else. After that, um, I think he's assistant coach at a couple of places. Then he comes from that and then gets to the NBA Finals his second year yeah. in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm happy for him. So either way, I think I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind either way who wins or loses. I, I'll be happy for Giannis to get his first oh, ring. Oh yeah, and then that'll get that'll get those people off of yeah. Giannis's back also. You remember? And um, and also I'll kind of be happy for Chris Paul. You know, sometimes yeah. he, he can get on your nerves. Some of the stuff he, he, he does, does. He but, does. But if he's on, if he's yeah. on your team, you say, "Oh, go get him, Chris." Yeah. So I, yeah. I'll be happy for him and yeah. uh, their coach as well to get a get a ring. Absolutely. And even Aiden, you know, Aiden kind of got crapped on these past couple of years. Oh yeah. Where he was drafted ahead of Jokic. I yeah. mean, not Jokic. Um, what's my boy? Luca. Luca. Luca and Trey. You yeah. know, people trying to yeah. crap on him for that, and yeah. so. He might be getting the ring before both of them. Absolutely. So you know, I'll be. He's not the number one option, but he's still he's played a huge role oh, in in their success. Yeah. And people were trying Absolutely. to say, but because I know it was, it was some people trying to say, is he even gonna be in the NBA or is he What's gonna it? start What's at it? one point? Just What's stupid. Boss? I know. Just so haters. Um, yeah. just look at it that way. Either way, we're gonna be good. And this has been a long time, like you said. This is last. First finals in years where it hasn't been LeBron or Steph or or KD, yeah. so this is good for the NBA because they said the the ratings have been up. They've actually been better than in uh, previous yeah. years. So this just yeah. shows the NBA is in good hands. Absolutely, and you have to move on to get more talent and um you, you to. know different players. And I hopefully NBA can showcase that more next year instead of just driving home the same narratives about LeBron and, versus and play, and show, this person and, and put Memphis on TV. Let us yeah, see that. And show show other other yeah. teams. Phoenix should be on the on TV more. Um, you know, I even hate to say this, and Knicks probably should be on TV Absolutely. more. And um, all the Hawks, all the Hawks, and definitely the Hawks, 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 definitely, Hawks, definitely, Hawks. definitely Hawks. showcase Trey Young more because he kind of sometimes gets slighted in the success of Luca. You yeah. can't, probably just can't have two good players and yeah. you know leave it at I, that. I don't understand that. Uh, but they can but, um yeah. That's that's all we got. But anything else you like to add? You told me you had a lot to say today, uh, pops. Oh, oh I, I, just, just in general, I, we and we kind of hit it on a little bit. I was just kind of uh, disappointed the NBA going. You know the way they they do things. Sometimes they do something peculiar or oddball, 
you know, you, you can just go down and list the things they've done. So, well, why did they do that? Like, they'll suspend. Remember when they suspended these players? And then the time when Draymond and, and, uh, and, uh, and LeBron got into this thing, then this guy who works for the NBA office decided he's going to suspend. How you do that? You, you, you can't do that. Yeah. yeah, but I would say yeah, Patrick Beverly. I didn't see it, but like he was pushing Chris Paul. He's he's just getting suspended for like ten games. Yeah, to he, me, to be honest, because they said he's just gonna get one. Like that, yeah. that's like, I know, you know, people can get on your nerves. That's just foul. That's like stuff from high school or you in the is, in the just playing in the gym on the street well, one day in street court somebody, or something. Yeah, Maybe somebody get pissed off because that lead to fights and somebody you know other crazy stuff. Like but, he just. Yeah, but but Chris Paul said something to him when they walked past each other. I I, I mean yeah. I, I've been around enough gym. Look, he said something. And, and, oh yeah, he and, probably and did. And that's why he turned mm-hmm. around. And he came back. I mean, but you don't think other people done oh, said crazy stuff to people? You can't. All you gotta do is say, like, he just snuck him. All right, I just just I, put it like I remember Kobe yeah. said this. Kobe, 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 another level of tear. I remember um this dude Jones, um who used to play with the. I think he played with the Clippers one year, but he played with Duke, but his last name Jones, but he's a coach, assistant coach with the Clippers. But anyway, yeah. he kind of went under Kobe. Yeah. And Kobe um, sprained his ankle, and Kobe's like, I, I'm just so pissed off, I can't play him, I can't get him back this year, but I'll get him back. Next year. And that's what I'm saying. So you just say, oh, yeah. okay, I'm just, no, I guess I'm I'm crazy, because I, I think like that. I said, okay. I, yeah. You just just put that back in your head, and then like, okay, and then the next game, yeah, just you know, I'm not saying do hurt them or anything, Absolutely. but you can get them back in different ways. Cause I always go back to um, yeah, I don't feel like I'm ranting, but like when the um Sixers played against the Bucks when AI was there, yeah, Sam Cassell had like a bad back, and they say he had a flag jacket on and all this, and they're like, yeah, he's he's playing, oh, he's so tough playing yeah. out there. Then that, the game, the Sixers closing them out. Um, you know, and then he talks a lot of trash too. You know, yes. Sam says a huge Sam. trash talker. That's Sam, man. And he was going against uh, um, my boy uh, Snow. Yeah. Late in that game, if I remember correctly, there was some play. Uh, Eric Snow caught him, gave him a good back pick. It was legal, but he hit him right, right in yeah. the lower back with his forearm. Boom, and bust him and oh, yeah. broke him down. You, cause I know I ain't crazy. Yeah. And that's what you do. <laughs> Sometimes what you gotta do you you, pay, you pick your spot and say okay hey. you gonna talk all the series and okay okay I'm gonna get you at the perfect he got him at the perfect time and they gotta absolutely. eliminate it absolutely so sometimes you gotta go that route well you know let me tell you something uh, not, not to change the subject but baseball baseball players have that type of memory oh, they crazy you, well baseball player you can do something to a guy this year. They'll forget about it. And then two, three years later, he'll think about that and he'll come out there and say, I'm going to get him this time. And that's the kind yeah, of memory they, that NBA right. players should have. But they, they go too far. Oh, I know. They, they, they can kill somebody. I know. I know. I'm, I mean, I'm some brave men to stand up there. A little, little bit I played as a kid. Miles an hour. I remember some of the comebacks. You can hear the ball. Yeah. Cutting through the air, but uh, we, I know we're getting off. I know we're getting off the field. Yeah, but, but, I mean, but back, back to what you were saying about this guy pushing. Uh, uh, Chris Paul, you know, I'm, I'm glad Chris Paul didn't didn't escalate it. You know, in yeah, a lot of ways, he knew he deserved. He, that's he, knew, what he, probably, he, knew he was laughing. He yeah, probably said, "Yeah, I, I thought he was gonna hit me before then." I mean, that's everybody knows that, that he plays a game. You remember? Go back in the series. You remember that foul that Chris Paul tried to pretend like he was foul. He got foul. He doing all this yeah, jumping was, up yeah, and there. That was a flop. And then, yeah, and then 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 what did that, that guy do? He imitated him on the sidelines. Him doing all this stuff, and and, mm-hmm. those, and those referees, those those officials, they know that they know better, and they they know they should have called, you know, they used to call flopping fouls. I don't know, but I guess they chill out on that. This is everybody doing. 
Yeah. A flop. But, uh, mm-hmm. wait, that's, that's the end of the podcast. Y'all remember to check us out on your preferred podcast platform, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. If you're on Apple Podcasts, be sure to subscribe to us, write a review, give us five stars. If, if you can, please, if you're on Stitcher, be sure to make us your favorite on there to keep up with us. Give us five stars if you can, please. Share the show if possible to your friends and families, your loved ones, your enemies, anybody you see on the street. Uh, and if you're on Spotify, be sure to follow us on there to get our most recent episodes. And uh, for more information about the podcast, you can follow me on Twitter at the underscore MBS MARC and on Instagram at Marcus underscore the innovator. And with that, I'm Marcus Simmons. On behalf of my pops, Joel Simmons, and my brother, Joey Simmons, y'all take care and uh, peace out. Happy Fourth.